Good morning. You're listening to Drinking Socially, the official Untapped podcast. Your weekly look into what's happening in the Untapped community and the world of beer. Quick note from our sponsor, Untapped. This episode is brought to you by Untapped and the Untapped merch store. Go to store.untapped.com, find some really cool stuff like glass to pour your beers into, and then use the coupon code podcast and you'll get 20% off your next purchase. Wonderful. I'm Harrison. Today, we're going to talk about a great American pastime. No, not lacrosse, which is what you should have thought of first. <laughs> and certainly not baseball. I'm talking about tag. You know, freeze tag, hot dog tag. When you lay on the ground like a hot dog. Um, octopus tag. And of course, blob tag. Or link link tag, as you may regionally. It's been called link tag, I've been told. None of these are real. I still remember, John. I still remember my good friend Gareth, who was smaller than most. Uh, being at the end of the long chain of tagged kids when the leader of the chain took a hard right turn to tag his ex-victim, pulling the chain with him. A little whiplash scenario happening, and Gareth, he flew right into the bleachers. Uh, elementary school gym class. That's where the real-life lessons happen, John, let me tell you. And don't worry, Gareth is fine once he you know learned to talk again and walk again. Concussion protocol. I didn't have those back then. Uh, right, it, it was are you all right? You're going to be late for art. Uh, <clears throat> anywho, <laughs> no one is getting thrown into bleachers tonight. We're going to be talking about a contactless form of tag, tagging your friends, specifically in your check-ins. Since last year's year in beer revealed that John and I made it into each other's drinking buddies list because we tag each other so much, we figured we'd share some beers tonight that we actually gave each other. Uh, talk about the tag you're at badge, tag ourselves this check-in too. So at home, grab a beer, tag a friend if you haven't in a while, and uh, let's do this thing. But John, tell us more about this uh, this fun little badge. Well, it's not as fun as hot dog tag sounds, <laughs> which... It's dirtier than okay. you think. I mean, like you get dirty because you lay on the ground. Well, I guess it depends where you play it. You play like a hot dog or are there tags, hot dogs involved? Well, Again, regional differences, but as traditionally you get tagged and you lay on the ground like a hot dog with your arms on the side and kind of straight like a hot dog until someone untags you. I don't know. I don't remember how Probably. any tag be like, ends. In Germany, would it be like sausage tag? Yeah. That's, that might be totally different. Um, <laughs> on, on Untapped, there's a badge you can earn called Tag You're It. And the description is beautiful as Harrison kind of pulled some inspiration from from the playground to your check-in. Tag is a universally good time. Now tag some more friends while sharing your own beer adventure. And this is a badge that I think I, I'm going to qualify as like a freebie on Untapped. But I, I, I appreciate that it encourages you to... You know, as you're checking in, where'd you buy it? What do you rate it? Is it drinking it from a can? But tagging your friends, I, I get 
tagged on people's check-ins all the time. Sometimes I, I'm not even drinking a beer with them, but it's cool. I like it's you know like it's I like getting tagged in an untapped check-in more than getting tagged in a Facebook photo. Yeah, that's I can terrifying. You that. that is a terrifying <laughs> notification to get someone tagged you in a Facebook photo. No, oh no, no. am I about to get fired? Right, exactly. <laughs> it's either me from like again elementary school, some weird picture when I have two teeth <laughs> in my head and my mom dressed me, so everything's tucked in that shouldn't be. Um, or, or yeah, something that I didn't remember doing. So way prefer the untapped tag notification. And if you guys haven't done that yet, tag us, tag us in your check-ins. It is fun to see what you guys are drinking out there. Um, and you know, this is the perfect, again, reason to do it. If you haven't gotten this badge yet, nothing's stopping you now. Speaking of drinking out there, what are you drinking over there? I didn't do that right, but yeah, I, um, I'm picking up what you're putting down. So yeah, we have some time. Yeah, we do. We have some. We have some time to drink some beers. So even though we proclaimed at the start of the season would be the year of the lager, here it is, episode two in a row of crazy adjunct stuff for Harrison. So maybe John had other plans, but I'm drinking. <laughs> I'm drinking distillation of a dream from Divine Barrel Brewing today, which I'm excited about. Uh, again, stepping out of that comfort zone. It's uh, classified as a, a fruited Berliner Weiss. It's 6% ABV, about 5 IBUs. It carries a 4.04 rating and untapped. So great company there, great stuff. And the description from Divine Barrel, this is a coconut lemon meringue pie inspired pastry Berliner. Uh, it was brewed with loads of vibrant lemon, coconut, and velvety lactose. Um, it was a uh, it was ended with cream and vanilla, tons of marshmallow and rich graham cracker to bring it full circle. Kick back, relax, and let this tart and creamy dream dessert be distilled into beer form. So that's uh, yeah, that sounds like a lot of stuff going on. But I'm excited to dive into it and uh, and thank you, John, for sharing with me. This is as you know. Not my norm, but you've never steered me wrong, so I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna dive right in on this and get my pie I on. Hope I can keep my 100. percent I mean, I know you. Anybody that's ever seen Harrison's desk uh, back when we had <laughs> desks at work, if you haven't seen Harrison's desk, imagine oh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory had a going out of business sale, Chris and that was it up. That's right. Took it all. <laughs> Um, I'm excited. We drank a beer from The Answer uh, last oh, season, right. or maybe it was even going back to season two. And I wish I could have had anybody that doesn't check out our episodes on YouTube. Just check this one out on YouTube and tune in here in a minute or two when Harrison tastes this beer. I'm excited to see what your face looks like. <laughs> um, what are you I'm drinking... Now? Uh, so this beer was a gift from Harrison, who got it from Beer Drop, who's done some advertising with Untapped. They've, they've, I don't know, they're not quite countrywide here in the U.S., but they've done a really good job of spinning up a service uh, like Tavor, like a lot of people use, where you can get some unique. They, I think they mainly pull from the Denver, Colorado area, yep, and you get do. some pretty cool beers. And this one, Harrison, I'm pretty sure was, I don't know if it was made exclusively for Beer Drop, but I think that was the only place people got, that's how you got yours, right? That's it, yeah, as far as I know. And so what I love about this, when we did a, an episode, an early in season three, we did an episode where Harrison wanted to talk about the salted nut roll, which is like a gift. A lot of the grain providers will kind of just put some salted nut rolls 
uh, when the when the brewer gets grain dropped off. And Harrison was telling me about this, and we were looking for a beer that would kind of capture those flavor profiles. And here we are a year later. There's a, a beer made specifically for it. So from Jagged Mountain Brewery, this is a 10% Imperial Stout. I'm just still going after my sky's the limit as well. Um it's listed at 20 IBUs on Untapped. It hits a 3.85 rating, which is still that's it's still a worthy okay. investigation. Um, it's pretty exciting. The tasting notes are an imperial stout with vanilla, peanut butter, flour, and lactose and salt, which is exciting. And a, a really cool quip before I ask Harrison uh, to taste his beer and, and tell me about it. Their head brewer, Alyssa Thorpe, who actually appeared on a virtual happy hour with Untapped on my birthday last year. You can check out the YouTube channel. She mentioned it, when she started at Jagged Mountain, she was unaware of Harrison's nut roll legacy when she began brewing there. Loved coming into work, ripping open a new pallet of grain and getting this like little nut roll candy. Um, and it inspired her, at least this is speculation on my end, to kind of create this beer uh, for the salted nut roll, which I don't think anybody has ever tasted outside of brewers exclusively. I feel like that's, they have a weird distribution strategy with that candy bar. Right. It's very hard to find in actual stores, but uh, BSG, Brewer Supply, Supply Group, that uh, is the one that's known for dropping those off in grain uh, deliveries. They have a lot of them. Um, made by Pearson's, if you don't know already. But cool. Let's All right. I'm going to get into my... Oh, first sip. You got to be kidding me with this nose. Holy guacamole. Smells like Florida. Like the nice, like the beach, <laughs> like a Sarasota, Florida. Not a, not fighting. All Florida's not, nice. Not knife fighting in a parking lot, Florida. <laughs> oh. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That is a trip. It is like, um, I don't know how they do it. I mean, I guess the ingredients are right here, but like it it is, it tastes like lemon meringue. It almost has the mouth feel. If you've ever had like a, that airiness of a meringue had one, it's like, I don't know if it's the way it's carbonated or the way the lactose is playing with the carbonation and the the fact that lemon's in here, which can play some tricks on your tongue. But wow, this is very cool. And as I always seemed like I always point this out, it's like not overly sweet. That's always my worry with any fruited anything. It's like all I hear when you say fruited is sugar, sugar, sugar. Of course, we all know a lot of that sugar can turn into booze, but not all of it. Some of it's not fermentable. So it sticks around and I'm always worried I'm going to get hit with some kind of like candy beer. That is not this. It's light. It's almost it's like fluffy in a way. This is delicious. Uh, and I'm going to drink it probably faster than I mean to, but, uh, that's a good thing, I guess. <laughs> anyway, John, have you had a chance to, to dive into yours and get some, uh, some first sips on, uh, on your nut roll inspired beer? It's going to happen live here in just a second, but I'm, I'm really grateful that you enjoy anytime I try and push you to drink a John fruited Berliner, I get kind of nervous that you're not going to like it. Yeah. But once again, yeah, you're a hundred. You're batting a hundred, John. I mean, this beer really is. It's um, man, that lemon is so vibrant, and it's and it's like refreshing while still confusing my brain that 
I'm tasting a meringue, but it's a liquid. And how is that possible? And my brain's having trouble computing, but that's good. It's good, again, to step out of that Dude, comfort zone. D- Divine Barrel is amazing. They're, uh, they, they've, every, well, I can, every brewery is amazing. They make the, my favorite thing to drink, but uh, every when I when I start to really become a fan of a brewery, it's when I've picked up two or three, four random different cans, and every single one is like, ah, that's great. And and Divine Barrel's been they're newly distributing here where we live in Wilmington, North Carolina, but they're cool. This beer that I'm drinking, awkward transition uh, from Jagged Mountain out in Colorado. This is so. On the last episode, I drank an adjunct list imperial stout this one has peanut butter flour vanilla a little lactose and salt i don't know how common salt is in a beer but um but i get i can like i can feel that there's some salt in here cool um more than i don't know how to explain that but like i mean imagine putting a pinch of salt in your beer right it's not going to taste salty but I look at salt as like a flavor exponent. It's good to put in everything. Um, so I get I, that's probably the thing I, I struggle with identifying the most. Uh, I'll say this a bajillion times: there's never enough peanut butter in it. Um, <laughs> but that's 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 subjective. You, a can of peanut butter would leave me speculative that they actually tried to put enough peanut butter in it. Um, so I get the adjuncts don't come through. Uh, similar to your review where like, it's not too sweet. The adjuncts aren't coming through and hit me in the face. It tastes like, let me come back for one more. Get in there. It's always good to let it breathe. Accept it. Dude, that language was perfect. (laughs) Kind of flushing around in my mouth a little bit and thinking of a salted nut roll, which I've never had. So in my head, I think of like a baby Ruth bar. I know that's probably not correct, but um, I can find it more in there. Not peanut butter, but peanuts like at the ballpark. Oh, Um, that's great. And it's this is like this is a, a stout with adjuncts that you almost wouldn't have to even tell someone unless they had a peanut allergy. Then please tell them, but or lactose. <laughs> but it's it's so subtle. I would wager I wouldn't have even noticed it maybe until a third or fourth sip, and then I would be like, "What the heck's going on with this thing? This is well made. Uh, it's kind of, it's it's not super heavy, super thick like the beer I drank on the last episode. Uh, so this will be a good. I'm gonna finish this can here before we're done recording. Go and we're off to the yeah. races. This is it. This is fantastic. Cool. So let's di- dive in a little bit more into why we're drinking this these beers tonight. Let's talk more about this badge, John. What have you uncovered inside Untapped about it? What do we know really about this tag, Urit badge? Digging through the Untapped archives. Um, it was good. It was. Uh, it was. Um, there are, it would be cool if the untapped archives were like haunted spiderweb bookcases down in a basement somewhere. Um, basement, haunted house, yeah. maybe. A basement of untapped floods, so that can't happen. You're right. You're right. <laughs> it, would, it would actually be pretty crappy. I don't know where these badges came from. Anyways, um, tag your it. So Harrison and I are each given uh, drinking a beer that we gave each other, and Harrison and I tag each other in a lot of our check-ins. You know, I can see what Harrison picked up from a bottle shop as he's drinking on a Tuesday night. And it's just, I think he does it as a way to say like, ah, John, 
Uh, here's one you missed out on, but <laughs> it's a it's a fun and, and, and a lot of my untapped friends will do that as well. Honestly, it's just a way to make me jealous. But keep it up. Uh, I grab a lot of those that look exciting and I add them to my untapped wish list. For this particular badge, you earn it. It's like I said, it's one of the easiest badges. It's, it's a layup on untapped. Just tag a friend in your check in, um, and on on this. Uh, badge the most commonly earned beers, right? The beers that people use to unlock the badge most. That's probably a better way to say it. Um, at the top of the list is prolific on untapped. It's Guinness, um, which makes sense. Guinness is one of the most checked in beers on untapped. And I assume everybody tags at least one friend in most of their check-ins. Maybe not every, but why not? Right. Make them jealous. Um, so Guinness is the number one earner followed shortly behind by Heineken, uh, which was another beer that did really well in the year review from untapped last year. Heineken barely edged out Corona. Uh, so we're basically looking at popular beers. Yeah. Uh, Brewdog's Punk IPA was on there, and I think one of the top uh, top ones on the other end was uh, Triple Carmelite. Yeah. Triple Karma. Yeah, Carmelite. Uh, amazing. And the the one the, the it's a statistical anomaly, right? You got Punk IPA, Corona, Heineken, Guinness, and then you've got Triple Carmelite. Almost three of those beers crammed into one. Right. Uh, in terms of ABV, which is apparently something I like, according to my Sky's the Limit badge. So that's a cool rundown on some of the badges that earn the tag your it. Some of the beers. Ah, this ABV is working. Some <laughs> of the beers that people tag their friends in the... Anyways, if you're interested in seeing what the exact numbers are, check out the show notes for this episode, and we'll give you kind of a quick breakdown in there. Um, uh, Harrison, save me. I'm drowning here. Right. How did you How did you earn this? Did you go back to your, your own basement and look at how you earned this badge or when you earned it or what was going on? Didn't have to go to the basement. I could do it right from my phone, John. Just jump in that untapped app, click on your profile, click on badges, and, and I searched for it. Um, and quickly learned that I unlocked it on September 19th, 2019 with Citra. Oh boy. I always say this wrong. And I remember when we had this beer in the office, we were all trying to say how we should say it and we couldn't come to a conclusion. Maybe if you have this beer as well, you have the same experience, but it's citrus, citrus in essence, I think is what it is. Close. Citrus in it. In citrus 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 it's a pale ale from Lagunitas. They don't make it anymore, but they did in 2019. And I do, I reading that again. I remember being in the office and everyone, we got a six pack of it for one of our coworker Austin's birthday. And we were all looking at it, trying to say it out loud to each other. And someone said, you know, oh, it's citrusness. We were like, that's not right. <laughs> It's citronescence. No, it's citra, citronemesis. And that was a ridiculous end of the day. But it happened. And this badge uh, commemorated the event, um, which is kind of funny. And I had a lot of people. I had like six or seven people in it um, as we celebrated the end of the workday and our buddy Austin's uh, birthday uh, back in 2019. Good stuff. What about you, John? Do you remember how you unlocked this guy? 
I do only because of Untapped, um, and I didn't do a good job on this particular check-in. I earned it from a beer called Mango Maiden, and a great name uh, from a brewery called Hidden Cove. Uh, they're up in uh, Wells, Maine. Oh, okay. Uh, is where they're based out of. I really hope that's correct. And I think what happened here... I'm pretty sure they're in Wells, Maine. I'm going to go with that. This will be another thing that I have to correct next episode. Turns out Maine is not as... Anyways. Um, <laughs> are in this beer. Yep. And uh, my my review was kind of critical, but what happened, and I think I, I, I was probably like out of town for a wedding or something, because mm-hmm. that's likely why I would have been buying beers in, a, in or around a bottle shop in Maine. And I picked this one up and my check-in just says, I wish I would have realized it was out of production before I bought it off the shelf. And honestly, <laughs> that's like, that's an unsung hero of untapped for me. When you yeah. see, you know, you're a new place, a whole bunch of beers on the shelf, never seen any of them before. A lot of times I'm just going to jump in like, what styles do I like? What beers do I like? And I grab this one and... Um, then you go to, you know, you go to check it in on untapped and it'll tell you sometimes it's out of production. I was like, ah, man, uh, exciting. If it's a stout, less exciting if it's an IPA, but I tagged my wife in the check-in. She's probably my second most tag right behind you, Harrison. An honor. I don't take lightly. Well, yeah, at least you travel. That's good that you went to another state. I feel like all my check-ins are just here, but that's another story. For another time, um, not this evening, but look at us. Both are in the badge. If you guys have a crazy story about it, tag us in it. Again, t- write in the comments. Share whatever you want with us. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> well, not yeah. whatever you want. Let's put yeah. a limit on it. Remember, if it's Bad on Twitter, to share mainly things that are safe. Right, but you never know what may show up in this show. Um, we take inspiration from everywhere. So you've got some funny stories with this badge or any other. Share them with us and maybe you'll uh, get a shout out in the future. But for today, the next shout we're going to do is of a verified venue! Which has been a real nice theme for this uh, this season so far. Kind of- it has. It's been really nice looking, like, talking about, looking up, seeing what... and. Harrison and I are mainly still uh, quarantined, stuck at home or in our home blocks or cities or areas or whatever. So uh, one of the things I loved most about Untapped was you, you know, finding where's a, where's a bottle shop in that city that I'm going to visit this weekend and stuff and failing to travel. This segment's given me a lot of joy remembering and thinking about all those other places that I don't get to visit hey, maybe, as much. Maybe maybe start a list of places we'll go to when we can again. That's kind of what I'm starting to do with uh, with this segment. So today, I wanted to shine some light on Glass Jug Beer Lab. Uh, Glass Jug Beer Lab, which is out of Durham, North Carolina. So not too far away from us in Wilmington. And I see it. I, I always saw it a lot. Um pop it up in people's check-ins and um, they're a brewery. So I like to see their beers being checked in nearby and people talk about it and kind of wanted to know a little bit more. I always wanted to know a little more about it. And today I saw that someone recently checked in the beer I enjoyed tonight, a distillation of a dream that they bought from Glass Jug Beer Lab and thought, perfect, what a great excuse to learn a little bit more about it. Highlight tonight in the show as our verified venue of the week. So 
And they're, I'm glad I did because what a cool place. It's kind of like they're doing everything. They have two locations now, uh, both kind of in the, the Durham-Raleigh area. And uh, they're, they have a three-barrel like experimental brewery. So they're making their own beer. But they also have a tank. That's cool. So that's cool, right? And it's small enough. We can crank out lots of different things. And pretty much all of their beers are either like exper- like rotation. Like they have a rotating hazy IPA and a rotating West Coast IPA to do with tons of different lagers, which that's how I first came across them, come from kind of their lager series. Uh, but they have a huge tap room with tons of guest taps as well. They have a large beer garden. Um, and they have a bottle shop too. So you can go there and hang out or to grab stuff to go, grab their own beer, grab other local beers. So it really is like, you know, one of those plays where every time you go to it, it'll be an entirely different experience, which those are great to find and, and places that, you know, I always gravitate towards. So that was cool to learn more about them. If you've, uh, haven't checked them out, jump on a tap to begin their verified venue. You can see what they have available now and go ahead and support them if you're in the area. And something really cool that I saw, one of the beers they they brewed, and they really do kind of in their mission statement talk about how they love experimenting with different beer ideas and, and different things in beer, is a beer called Donut Touch My Coffee. It's a collab with Bond Brothers Brewing, another one, local brewery up there. And it is a blonde ale with coffee, vanilla, cinnamon, lactose, and donuts in the beer. Which I know that's a thing a lot of breweries are doing, but for me it was like, what? Donuts in the beer? Holy cow! And ten dozen donuts, to be exact. So ten dozen donuts in and a, a pun, right? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sure there was. Um, and so there. Um, so yeah, yeah, and right. The pun in the name, you're right. Anyway, um, <laughs> ten dozen donuts and three barrels of beer is a lot of donuts. That's a lot of donuts and not a lot of beer. And they're from Duck Donuts, which is a, like I think a relatively local donut chain they make awesome those like really nice kind of like flaky warm hot off the press donut gourmet donuts if you will if i'm talking about so they're a favorite donut of mine which is you can shelve that but um anyway this sounded cool (laughs) again you can tell like i'm again i'm trying hard to make it ear of the lager but you may you may be watching me devolve in a joker-esque like evolution devolution to someone like who being likes, on a diet right, if you like, just keep right, saying you're on a right. diet it's almost like you are really right, tomorrow i'm just eating candy i've decided to bite <laughs> only it's just about calories man um <laughs> anyway so but i thought that was awesome and it really you know was true to true to form from what i learned from glass chug is that there seems like when it comes to experimenting you know they're definitely uh, gonna go out there and try some cool things which kind of made me think and i wanted to Talk to you about this, John, about about that kind of what I'll call the adjunct bubble, uh, which maybe is a pun, maybe is misleading. Um, but you know, all these beers now we had I had one last episode that had a bunch of cool stuff in it. I'm having one tonight that has a bunch of crazy things in it with the, the vanilla, like marshmallow, graham cracker. Adjuncts are here, um, but are they here to stay? I mean, and, and where's the line? Are we one day going to have a beer? with like the founding father's ashes and Marilyn Monroe's lipstick in it? Or what are we like, where does it go? Where does the line stop? Where's the, the weirdness begin? Is there a line? So what say you, John, you're the expert here in adjuncts. What do you got? I'll take expert in that. I've, I've drank a lot of them. And, uh, so there is no line, uh, other than 
like your margins and your potential for for, for failure, failure, right? Like, it's the, I guess I guess the line is, can you sell a beer brewed with styrofoam peanuts <laughs> and 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 sand powder? Uh, um, prob- probably. probably not, well, but. If anybody could, it'd be like it, it, Dogfish Hat will make one. It'll taste freaking great. Um, but I don't, I don't want it to. Uh, the The line is like, yeah, don't make a, don't make a, a, a ranch and peanut butter and jelly bubblegum oh. chicken wing. That's too much. <laughs> Ooh. Although I would taste it sure. to make sure. Yeah. Um, the Roush beer, that'd be good. Dude. Yeah, please push the line. Uh, you'll know when you haven't sold any of that beer and you're still you, you, like any of that beer. You'll know, okay, we found the line. Or Let's just sit on that bit. beer for six months and then sell it again and see if it moves as an aged version of it. No, don't do that. Yeah. Well, maybe. Do that. <laughs> um, I don't, I hope it never, I, I hope adjuncts remain in beer. Not that. I mean, like when I think of a lager, I don't, I don't think of a, of a cinnamon marshmallow, or whatever. But in in a lot of the beers, and and I applaud you, Harrison. Last episode, I forced you into a, a peanut butter stout. This episode, we're doing basically a lemon meringue Berliner style, and it's it's not. It'll never be like your fridge beer. I don't think right. you're going to crush a 15 pack of a adjunct heavy beer, but it it affords people in my head romantically it affords a brewer the ability to take something old a tried and true recipe for a brown ale and then expand on it and influence it and adjust it with some of their art which is what a lot of food has done over the last 20 years like you take a traditional american cuisine and then you apply like you master that and you apply a little bit of finesse to it and now you've got a really weird meatloaf um, <laughs> there's a brewery in Charlotte, uh, down the road from divine barrel that's r- br- fermenting a beer right now called beer is dead. And it is maybe the first of its kind It's a pastry barley wine oh. and check this out. Right. They're brewing it with, I have to read, they're brewing it with churros, cinnamon, pecan pie, Nutella, maple syrup, marshmallows, Biscoff cookies, honey, whipped cream and sprinkles. Oh, it's sprinkles. If there's a line that's close to it, uh, it, it, if anything, just because you're, I don't know, that's a, you probably won't be able to sell it for enough money to justify the mess that's going to make. But on the other end, I kind of want to try it. I might not love it. I'm not expecting to, but Uh, you definitely, there's pecan pie in there. Um, and maple syrup, which is a luxury I can't even afford for my pancakes, so I would like it in my beer. And that's the kind of beer that I would learn about it, look it up on Untapped, and if anyone in their check-in said something like, wow, I'd be like, I need to know. I need to know why the wow. I need to know. I need to know. (laughs) What does that even mean? (laughs) Just emojis of a sunglasses face. All right, I'm going to buy a four-pack. Exactly. This guy drank it, and he's taking a picture of a bus ticket to New Jersey. He changed his whole life because of this beer. I got to get a piece. So, yeah, there's there's things like that. Right. I mean, that sounds crazy, but yeah, I'd be lying if I didn't say I wasn't curious. So here we are. It's a, probably in, in today's packaging standards, it's a 16-ounce adventure. If you don't like it, go to your neighbor's house and say, hey, I brought you something. You can try it. Um, 
But maybe that's often what I do um, <laughs> to my neighbor. He's a great guy. He drinks Bud Light mainly, and he probably hates craft beer because he only gets the ones I don't like. Um, so, if I can wrap up season or season, if I can wrap up episode four, it's a little early for the season yet. Uh, tag your it is the easiest badge to earn on Untapped outside of maybe the newbie badge. Harrison and I still do not have a quote unquote badge challenge set up. Um, we tried to think of one we haven't. So please go to Twitter, go to Instagram, hit up that beer podcast uh, and let Harrison and I know, do you have a cool idea for, for us to compete over a badge first to earn gluten free? Don't do maxing out new brew Thursday. We won't probably live long enough, but um, if you have any ideas for like a badge challenge that Harrison and I can can keep up with during this season, that'd be great. Uh, adjuncts are not dead, never will be. Drinking with friends is always better provided there's a safe distance in between, but untapped is a great way to circumvent social distancing. I, I'm going to tag Harrison in this beard check-in and I haven't even seen him in weeks. That's right, other than right here. At yeah, exactly fair. Far, far away, but not that far. We're just across town. But uh, certainly a safe distance. And next week, I want you guys all to grab your galoshes and your starter jacket and head out to your favorite bottle shop because we're going to earn or level up the To Go Please badge. I want you to do it with us. That'll be uh, a grand old time. Uh, Indeed. I'm looking forward to it. I don't even know what we'll drink. We'll figure that out next week. That's part of the fun. Uh, But until then, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can like and subscribe. To not miss out on the next episode and any fun things that may drop in between. Um, and uh, yeah, other than that, we will uh, see you guys next week. See you next Wednesday. Right. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.